Jake Moody, what a moment in his young career. Moody strikes it pure and through the 49ers lead. That was the truest boot. San Francisco 19, Kansas City 16. It is a 29-yard field goal attempt for Harrison Butker. He won last year's Super Bowl to tie it up and force overtime. He'll do it. This is a 27-yard attempt for the first score of overtime. Jake Moody from 27 yards puts it through. And the 49ers lead by three. Chiefs on the cusp of victory. Clocks at 10. Mahomes takes the snap, runs out right, throws. Hartman takes the catch, and the winning touchdown is scored. The legend of Patrick Mahomes grows. An overtime win as the Chiefs' kingdom becomes a dynasty, and Patrick Mahomes heads off on his lap of honour. Helmet raised. Great one with the great deed. A third championship. Welcome into the run home on SENZ with Kirsten Beeb. I'm not sure how we follow after that. Kansas City, it could be no other, could it? Back-to-back titles. Beaver's got no idea what he just watched for the last four hours. He was absolutely bored out of his tree until the final touchdown. And this is stories in sport, isn't it, Beeb? Now you've got to fall in love with him. Patrick Mahomes, who you love from the show Quarterbacks on Netflix, throws to a guy who's fumbled the last two balls in the last two playoff games to win it. Oh, the brother Hardy hasn't scored a try all year. And uh, he goes and scores the last one of the game. He gets his try, the last one of the season. Then he goes into absolute superstardom, the brother Mm. Hardman. But, um, no, you did right, Kirst. Um, That last drive had me enthralled. It had everything that I expected after watching the quarterback. It didn't matter what the 30-minute previously in overtime did. No, I, I must admit, uh, with in the third quarter, um, the pressure and the anxiety was getting too much for me, so I just went for a run with the knowledge that when I come back, not much would have changed, and probably <laughs> only the clock by about two minutes. But I came back, and you've just got to love that that last sort of drive by the man Mahomes. Uh, just cool and calm. It was just inevitable. It was just going to happen, wasn't it? So, it was going to happen. No, what an event, what a show, and... It could have it been any more American than the owner getting up and taking full credit for a wonderful comeback victory. Uh, I didn't actually know there were players on the field once the owner got a hold of that trophy. It was quite a special victory speech. <laughs> Viva Las Vegas, Travis Kelsey. Um, yes. That's, that, that was all he said afterwards. How is Las Vegas going to be tonight? Did you see there's about 5 million private planes in the terminal uh, there in Las Vegas. <laughs> you can't fit an extra one, not even a Grins plane in there. 400,000 visitors, half a million people just there for Super Bowl for the Super Bowl Sunday, it is some show. Yeah, the greatest show that, on earth, the way they oh, do it. The way they there do it, the There is nothing like that. 
No, it's certainly brilliant. And I hope you, you mentioned how many private jets were in Las Vegas Airport. I hope people take the uh, take the asset off young Taylor a little bit. You know, she's been copping a lot of grief about her carbon footprint of late. Um, but she just she just got there too with the rest of them. So great to see the, uh, I guess, that part of the show. But uh, I guess it means a fair bit to uh, your Kelsies and, uh, and your Mahomes as far as all the acid, all the spotlight, all the naysayers would have been waiting, waiting for mm-hmm. that not to go their way. However, I mean, how inevitable and how easy it looked. The conspiracy theories out there, Chris, they won't go away now. Um, what, they will the not NFL go away. wrote the script? Ooh, you tell well, me. Overtime, Mahomes getting the job done. Uh, Kelsey becomes script, Super Bowl champion. Ooh. If the script was written, it would have been Travis mm. Kelsey that touched down. Yes, true. Okay, so Biden had nothing to do with that. Last drive. That, that was just but the pure fact good sports. That this kid who was literally traded from the Jets earlier in the season yes. has come back yep. across to Kansas City and has now scored the winning touchdown. You can't write that script. You can't write no, that. You, and the trust beautiful. and the confidence that that quarterback had to throw it. If you're in that position, Beef, so you're at first five, you're yes. three down or whatever in overtime in a Super Rugby Grand Final and there's a guy outside of you that keeps dropping the ball all game, are you passing yep. it to him? One of my best mates against are Auckland in the semi-final MPC never passed. I never passed the ball to Tim Mickelson open for a try line against Auckland. I held it up, held it up, waited for Liam to punch off me. Uh, so now I've so been there. So you don't have there. the confidence. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> Which is pretty incredible, like in a moment like that, when literally the entire world is watching you, you have so much pressure to win Mm. this game, and there's one moment there, and he still threw that ball. He still threw that ball. (laughs) To to be fair. To the guy that had hands like jelly. Hands like feet, as they say in the the trade, but uh, no, wonderful stuff, and... uh, I don't know. I hope Netflix followed uh, Holmesy this year too, like they did last year, because uh, it'd be great, great series. It's a, it's an absolute hell of a story. But it, I'm just, can we confirm he was MVP? Because my TAB account just wants to know. What were you, what, what did you have on it, Beef? Well, I had the what boosted. Were your bets? What, what was I had your, boosted. Was this your five dollar something that you told us to get on last week? Uh, that was two fifty. No, I I also got on uh, KC as I call them, being a fan, of course. Um, I got on them halftime, full-time because somebody told me that they would come out so hot with a Mahomes clinic, but not to be. So halftime, full-time went begging. Um, but uh, I tell you what, Jacob, you, you might know more than me, but just like rugby, uh, you can't put a price on good kicking in these uh, big fixtures. <laughs> I saw great goal kicking, and I saw one hell of a, a match-turning t- punt. Uh, mm. You just can't put a price on that. You know, tactical kicking. Who would have fought NFL? Super Bowl. One on good tactical kicking. Yeah, too right. And I don't know if you caught the first touchdown of, of uh, San Francisco's, of, of the, their drive, uh, but mm. it was a trick play. And I know you were famous for the old trick plays in your playing days. <laughs> love so trick I bet plays. you would have, that was, a, that was a play after your own heart, I feel. Oh, love a trick play. Absolutely love them. Look, it's probably not the time for it, but poor Timmy Mickelson, who never got to win. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you wanted an example. <laughs> the poor guy, still waiting for uh, his pass from Beef. Honestly, Auckland semi-final afternoon game, 2011. I put about four passes on his chest, at open goal line, ten minutes in front, and he dropped them all. So then, when Vahuda was up, and I had to find somebody, I held it, held it, wait for Land to come. Um, poor Timmy, he was did he win that day. game? We won it on the Hooter. Um, oh, and, thank God for Liam. Much to Timmy's relief. <laughs> <laughs>
Dreyfus, I hope you pass to him in the final. Uh, Adams sent in a message, final drive to match a cold grins. Just simply beautiful. Oh, beautiful, Adam. Beautiful. Absolutely yeah, how do you fantastic. describe that final play from Patrick Mahomes and what's his name? He's now etched in history. Hardman. 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 Nicole Hardman. Nicole Hardman. Yes. How do you describe it? Sum it up for us. If you were listening on the radio airways, if you're watching double eight double three for all your Super Bowl uh, reactions, we've got to talk because Taylor Swift saw as much TV time as I think any player on the field. Mm. Mm. Yep. What annoying do you want for some I mean, people, annoying for some people that just want to watch the game, <laughs> the big game. Well, right? unfortunately, you were just watching her emotions throughout play out across yes. four hours of TV. And you know, much like Jacobs, you know, got a, got that witch's hat on. The conspiracy theories won't go away. Curse that they will not go away with this uh, with primetime uh, Taylor around. Meanwhile. Um, that's Tay Tay Swift, but what about Usher's halftime performance? You went for a run in the third, so that must have meant you caught the halftime action, and um, we're gearing up for a big Beaver review. No, look, I must admit, um, some of us have uh, too much going on in our normal day to watch a halftime show with. Uh, was it Ash? Was it? Was Ash? It was Usher, wasn't it? Was it a good oh, performance? Come Who on. came along? Did my man Beebs come along? Well, Bieber was there in the crowd watching uh, and massive ah. KC fan, so stood up at the end, yes. but he wasn't performing. Uh, you probably, Alicia Keys, Ludacris, uh, Will I Am, her, Lil John. Oh, Will I Am. Yeah, Will I Will Am I was am. there. He was a judge on um, one of those voice shows or something, wasn't he? That's where I know Willie from. Was it? Well, Black Eyed Peas also. Yes, of course, Black Eyed Peas, Yes. Yeah, a fantastic array all, of talent there. All, all the people that you used to listen to, Beef. <laughs> of course. <laughs> In the early 2000s. It would have been on that uh, old iPod. Did Nelly, old, did Nelly that show old iPad bit of or grammar? iPod that you left in Rarotonga that year? Uh, no, Nelly. No, Nelly. No, Nelly. Um, mm. But see, the thing with Usher's performance, and you can have your say on it um, yourself, but he's got so many hits because he's been around for such a long time, and Jacob might be able to back me up on this, that he tried to fit so many songs into his 15-minute window. To almost too many songs. So it was so fast, you would get like 10 to 15 seconds of a song, and you've moved on to the next. Oh, so it's a bit like remixing, was it? Oh, Literally there was a, a, lot of remi- a lot of remixing okay. going on. Yeah. Oh. What did you think, what they Jacob? usually do? Did you usually mm. they pick certain songs? They don't play the songs yeah, in the full ever, but they pick mm. the bangers. But he's got so many hits; it was so hard for him to narrow it down. Obviously, yeah, totally. My favorite part obviously. of the halftime show was when Lil John kind of made an appearance, and they had that camera angle from the crowd's perspective. That was so cool. I thought that was the my favorite bit. Uh, also, when the when the lady came out with the guitar, sorry, I'm not, I'm not she, sure. Oh, her name she was, was so great. Her. But she was great. Yeah, she stole she the was, show. Oh, Alicia Keys. Yeah. Oh, well, Alicia no, Keys was great as well. <laughs> she's different to her. Oh, but, different yeah, I, I reckon you're right, Jacob. Some of the um, guests that he brought on were actually better than his performance. Yeah, but I also don't think that it was entirely down to him. I thought the audio was slightly off. I couldn't hear him at the start. I don't know about you, yeah. Chris, but there was something off about the mix. Um, and I do agree that he kind of skipped through the songs. The yeah, 20 mix. seconds. Yeah, you just, yeah, the technicalities, you know? Yeah. Stuff stuff that we uh, we get right on a daily basis. You know? <laughs> I was going to say, if any listeners out there, if any listeners out there have ever got a problem with their mix listening to the run home, <laughs> you fire those texts 
them because this guy just had the audacity to go at the NFL Super Bowl <laughs> halftime show and say they didn't get the mix quite right. Please. Just a bit off of my blogging, firstly. Oh, <laughs> I have heard amazing. it all. Um, Harlem Shire sent in a text. Great show, guys. Beaver, your never's best race nine Horse at Caulfield came in top three. Is this to do with Beaver's best? Because yep. you missed yes. again, Beaver. You missed again. Oh. <laughs> Hang on. You don't need to be quite so aggressive. Yes, uh, we had a top four bet uh, from, who, I think it was Mark's tip, actually, Buffalo River. And, uh, well, it, it, it came in handsomely. Top three, actually. And if you got on at a place, it paid about seven bucks, I saw, by closing just for a place. Uh, of course, we got the Scottish-France game and an absolute controversy there. Any team seven and under, that's always our absolute money for jam. We've, uh, I, I presume we got Holmesy for MVP, but those Irish, those Irish, uh, they still have a vendetta against me. What did you need? Uh, well, I needed the Italians to show some sort of uh, man manhood about them. Um, all they needed to do was keep it within 33 points. Uh, presumably most men could do that, uh, but no, uh, they lost by 36 to nil. Uh, so Mark, unfortunately, it would have been the biggest ever, Kirst. It was paying about 1,700. What are we talking? Oh, 1,700, and we missed by hurt. two and a half points. Oh, yeah, it does. And poor Mark. Because um, it wasn't just Beaver's all- best, and Mark, it was Beaver's account also. Yeah, look, I may have... I just put a little bit on it just to keep track of the weekend. And as those green ticks, those green ticks started appearing, uh, there was a bit of dancing going on. Uh, and I was thinking, surely, surely the Irish can front up. I was actually personally looking for a cash out uh, for a job done here. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, the Italians, you can't trust them. Uh, just when you expect them to be half decent, they're pathetic. So Six Nations, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving you. I've had enough of you. Two weeks in a row, you have come within a whisker. That must mean you are banging on the door, Beef. You're oh. banging the door down for next week. <laughs> From a selection point of view, you've just got to pick me. You've just got to pick me. I'm training the house down at the moment. Um, but, uh, yeah, ho- ho- hugely disappointing for Mark more than anyone. Um, he got a fantastic Buffalo River tip in there. And uh, he did his research, Kirst. Um, and just what a shame we couldn't get it this week for you. But keep coming. Friday's a new day, they say. Oh, Ken's come through. Ken, hello. Um, yes, we've got a really quick show today. It is an hour, but we want to hear from as many of you as possible. Uh, Ken said, great 20 hours of looking at the grass growing. Went out for a walk and went out for lunch. <laughs> Thank you, Ken. Had a cup of tea, came home about four, and it was still bloody on. <laughs> yes, Ken, a man of my own heart. Be- we might Beavis not agree on exactly. super rugby teams. Yeah, we might not agree on super rugby teams, Ken, but we can agree on this. NFL is a ball fest. Uh, there's something about the cheese, though, Beef. Oh, yeah, it's good. But as I said on the thread, the people that had the audacity to say that the World Cup final that probably stretched about two hours was a slow fixture, where are you now? We've just watched 17 hours of NFL, and it's only about a 40-minute game. Hey, tell me, ball and play? Have they heard of it? Please. But what about Please. if you're there at the stadium? You turn oh, yeah. up Don't get me wrong. and you've been <laughs> yeah, at the stadium. <laughs> you've been at the stadium for about eight hours. You're absolutely yes. cooked. What time yep. is it in Las Vegas? Because you're heading straight out. I think it's eight thirty, around about. <laughs> so it's like eight, it's like prime PM. time. Yeah. Uh, what's well, the no um, wonder why they went like? to overtime. <laughs> <laughs> Are the bouncers sweet with intoxication as you stumble in? <laughs> I think they'll be just <laughs> as intoxicated, won't they? Yeah, beautiful. It's Vegas after all. Sin City. Uh, do as you please. 
Viva Las Vegas, it's going to be some night tonight. Coming up on the Macca's menu, thanks to McDelivery, we've got the agenda shortly. Paul Mawati from the TAB, cream of the crop, weekend scorecard, and so much more to get uh, you through until 6 o'clock. Very, very short and sweet show. We'll be back right after this, but that is the Macca's menu. Thanks to McDelivery. Welcome back in to the run home on SCNZ with Kirsten B. Check out the Grand Tour Hub at the tab.co.nz. Bet safely, it is R18. Today is all about Patrick Mahomes, Kansas City, Travis Kelsey, and the new guy who will be turning heads. I don't know if he's that new, but he, McCole Hardman, he is the man. He is the man after that touchdown to win it in the final back-to-back championships for Kansas City. We're now joined by Paul Mwati from the TAB. Paulie, did everyone fill their pockets like Beav and get on uh, Patrick Mahomes and KC? <laughs> I'm so happy for Beaver. Very, very happy. Uh, I cannot believe the bookies made the Kansas City Chiefs outsiders mm. heading into the Super Bowl. Uh, mm. They've... They've been in, what, three of the last four before today. They've won two of those. They've been there before. They were up against a rookie quarterback. To be fair, Brock Purdy played very well today. Um, but in the end, as you say, Nicole Hardman, uh, who was paying around 70 or $80 to be the last touchdown scorer wow. uh, in the match today. Uh, there was also a boosted market uh, on there to be overtime in the game. I think that was paying around $11. So if you took that, you were very, very happy. Of course, the Kansas City Chiefs, who I think started the game at around $2.03 head-to-head, they were very well backed. When I had a look this morning, that 65% of turnover in that head-to-head market was on the Chiefs at around the $2.03 mark. So plenty of happy punters out there right now. I haven't heard who... The MVP is yet. Um, I'm, I'm guessing it could have been Taylor Swift because she was on camera <laughs> quite a bit during the uh, Super Bowl today. Um, but I, I don't know. Do you give it to Patrick Mahomes because uh, he was able to drive the team down there? First of all, um, in the final sort of minutes of the fourth quarter and then into overtime. Or do you give it to someone like a, a Harrison Butker who I don't think he missed a kick today. Kicked a, what, a 57-yard field goal to keep them in the game. So uh, I haven't heard yet, and I don't think the market's been resulted yet either. I'm just having a look through uh, all the options that we've got, and there are a few options to be uh, resulted as well. So if you are waiting, um, the boys are working through them as we speak, and hopefully we'll have all of the options on the Super Bowl uh, resulted in the next uh, 10 or 20 minutes. Now, uh, it can't be anyone other than my man Holmesy and the Booster 250 that we all piled in on. Um, <laughs> but uh, a bit closer to home, and some say a bit more exciting, uh, Test Cricket starts tomorrow again. And, uh, well, we have got Kane Williamson, 425 boosted as top run scorer. And, geez, again, you, you wonder why you got the KCs at uh, Outsiders boosting. <laughs> Kane Williamson could be dangerous for you, couldn't it? <laughs> I get the feeling that some punters are reinvesting the money they've just won on Kansas City onto that very um, that very market that you've just talked about. Kane Williamson to be the top uh, New Zealand run scorer in the first innings. 
uh, boosted from 360 out to 425. That has proved very, very popular, as he showed in that first test uh, where he had, uh, what was that, back-to-back centuries. He is in the form of his life. He's looking very, very sharp. He's up against a South African attack that really hasn't, uh, I guess, sort of tested him at all, really, in that first test. Um, so I can understand why punters are jumping on uh, the $4.25 boosted uh, market on Kane Williamson to be the top run scorer for New Zealand in the first innings. Also, the uh, Black Caps at $1.13 head-to-head has been very well backed and features in a number of multis as well. So there's plenty of support for the Black Caps and plenty of support for Kane Williamson. And dare I say, I've just found one here too. If you like your, your sure things and your multis, this might be one for Smithy. $1.25 for 100 scored in the match. Jeez, take your pick between Conway, Russian, Williamson. There's going to be 100. You're just giving that away there, Paulie. <laughs> I'm glad you're tipping these out, Beaver, because pundits can send their complaints to you and not to me. I'm very happy about that. <laughs> oh, it's always that. gamble responsibly. Always, always gamble responsibly, Aradine. Of course, yes. I 100% agree with you there. Uh, as you say, can't wait for that uh, test match to start. Uh, what, 11 o'clock tomorrow, first ball to yeah. be bowled. Black Caps, South Africa, second test. Absolutely brilliant. Thanks so much for your time, Paulie. Thanks, guys. You have a good one. Thanks, mate. You too. Paul Mawatu from the TAB there. Check out all the odds, promos, and boosted odds on the Grand Tour Hub at the tab.co.nz. Bet safely. It is R18. Someone's just texted. My mate had a multi on Kansas City to win. Uh, the game to go to overtime and Mahomes to get MVP. Whoa. I can't get a hold of him. Well, if <laughs> the game to go to overtime alone was paying over 11 bucks, how about that for a triple threat? Bang, bang, bang. Craig can't get a hold of his mate. Yeah, he probably is on his way to Las Vegas. Well, when you look at those other two, it's a wonderful bet. It's a wonderful bet because Mahomes and uh, Kansas City to win, certainly not beyond the rounds of possibility and many people's ideas, uh, favourite. And then you go and chuck a beautiful speculator, but, you know, uh, a thing that does happen over time, Fantastic. It's only second overtime in Super Bowl history. They oh, don't happen it? often. They don't Red happen stand. often. I, I, I thought it might. Um, but anyway, on the cricket, uh, just a mm. quick bit of cricket chat because we might not have time for the rest of the program. This may be our first and only uh, hour of the run home all week, depending on how the next one plays out. But who oh. did we have on last week? We had one of our commentary uh, members who said Willow Rourke. Jeremy. Jeremy said he wanted to see Willow Rourke. Sounds like it's going to happen tomorrow. So no wags, and who's he in for then? Is he in well, for Santner or yet, yet, yet to be confirmed, but he was yes. uh, pushed in front of media for media duties on Sunday for the Black Caps. You don't front media if you're not going to be part of the test. Well, we had wags. When? Pre, Pre-Mount Monganui test. So I don't know if they follow the rugby rule like you do. Uh, 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 according to One News, he'll replace uh, the injured Daryl Mitchell. Oh, there you go. Oh, okay. We, we've decided. So, so he, is in, he is in Jacob. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, they name the te- they name the uh, squad the morning of, but I yeah. mean, it's likely for him to replace Daryl Mitchell. Yeah, I think so. And so, you, Curse is a cricket, uh, I guess, expert these days. You'll note that interesting enough, the Black Caps have replaced a batsman with a bowler. Spin um, bowler. <laughs> no, express base actually. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
I knew it. <laughs> Back close. <laughs> Very close. He bowls. He bowls. He's a bowler. He's a bowler. I knew he's, he's a bowler. bowler. <laughs> he's a bowler. I knew so, that's what Jerry was wanting. Yeah, so so therefore, obviously, we're trialling him. Uh, we, we're desperate for something different, and that's mm-hmm. he's going to offer. And also, when you win by 300-odd runs, uh, there's a bit of a swag about the batting being, we've got enough out there, uh, I'd suggest. Now, if Will needs a few warm-ups tomorrow, um, how'd you get on with asking KJ, the groundsman there at Seddon Park, to get you and the kids in the middle? Well, funny enough, the, the night that I was throwing that out there on the um, – on the show, uh, KJ was actually texting me, showing me he was drinking the fine product of Grins. So um, I actually got it signed what off then and there. Because, yeah, because I knew he was under the influence. Uh, but no, um, I actually drove past, funny enough, I actually drove past Sydney Park today. And uh, you could already feel the buzz of a test match. There was security everywhere. And anyway, I was in the delivery van. So that meant young Liam, uh, quite legally, uh, was in the front seat with me in his car seat <laughs> looking out. He was loving the new view that he was getting. And uh, he saw the big ball. On, uh, on the corner there of Seddon Park and, and pointed it out. And I said, do you want to go Wednesday? He said, yep. So we're, we're locked in. We're, oh, <laughs> just, just the words like, yep, you know, yep and data. <laughs> sure thing. Hmm. Yeah, so, so yep, no, he's, he's locked in. So, we're off. So just you and Liam or do the other two also no, get they the, also other two, get the invite? The other two are coming. Okay. So uh, first day at Test Cricket. So... It had a big weekend on the on the sports activity, so I think it's a prime opportunity to keep it rolling. Um, and is Liam and just, still out in the field, or has he moved in? He's out in the field still. He tries to have a bowl, and it's actually a deadly accurate, to be fair. I you mean, not be he's got a showy back there. Fielding, the fielding hmm. that he's seen uh, over the holidays, he might try run onto the field and and catch a few balls at Seddon Park. Well, potentially, as long as he doesn't try and bowl in front of them, because you'll get no ball out of the attack because he's just got that bent elbow at the moment, and I'm just trying to get out of him. Oh, so what was uh, on the um, on the sports agenda? Before we do the actual agenda, what sports did you get involved mm. in on the weekend? Well, uh, without being one of these pushy parents, um, <laughs> I I went and bought they they love uh, t- hacking my golf clubs to shreds, so I went down and I bought them a, a set uh, to share, which didn't go down well because they're lime green and obviously live on it pink. But uh, I went and bought them a a, a kids set uh, for up to six year olds, and uh, they have been they have been into it over the weekend. A kids set of what? Golf clubs. Oh, uh, so you and set up a week course for them? Yeah, well, the backyard to start with, but uh, and then we snuck out onto the green there on the six at Matarangi after hours and got the putter out and uh, didn't dig too many holes. Got off there before they started to uh, dig any holes in one of the, the beautiful greens of the Matarangi Dunes Golf Course. Oh, beautiful. So we've got some budding golfers coming along. Yeah, I, I must say, Liv surprised me. And uh, for a very – gives you the vibe of an unsporty girl. The way she carries her on, tries to paint my nails, which she was actually successful of in the weekend, I must say. So I'll be wearing shoes and socks if you see me at all this week. <laughs> um, once she gets into something sport-wise, she's very addicted – uh, this and is she, the age, she, Steve. This is the age well, that Lydia Coe and Tiger Woods and, yes. and the rest. This is the age they started. And she's got a little motto that uh, I've drummed into her since she was born. Um, and every time she has a hit, Daddy, practice makes perfect. So it's uh, she, she likes to recite that to me. So And obviously I agree. Um, so there she goes. She's got a good attitude at the moment. Oh, perfect. Practice makes perfect in the Donald household then for young mm. uh, Liv Coe. Livco, 15 yes. years. <laughs> 15 years, and we'll, we'll see where she's at.
I'll give you a tip, Kirst. I still won't be on radio if she's on the LPGA. <laughs> 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 well, Her manager will be taking 10%. <laughs> sporting agenda from the weekend. Jacob, what is on the actual agenda? The agenda. Agenda one. Uh, first on the agenda, um, I saw an interesting stat uh, before the Super Bowl started from the broadcast. Um that said that the uh, the winning team from the opening coin toss that picks the sides and whether they receive or kick, uh, the winning team are one and nine. So they've won one and lost nine. Now they've won two and lost nine. I was just wondering if you guys pay any attention to sort of omens or s- weird stats off the wall, if they actually make an impact in your sport viewing, uh, Beaven Kirst. Did Kansas City win the toss today? So they won the opening toss, and then they so they went against the lost rule. Lost the overtime, but they, but they lost the overtime toss. Funnily, funnily enough, mm, I don't I don't pay attention to sporting omens, but as someone that played on the the biggest stage, maybe he does. Uh, I'd like to say no. I have no, but I I, I never used to like having to play play into the wind. I never used to like having to play into the wind in the first half as a kicker because too often in my life uh, you'd come out at halftime and the bloody wind had died down. And I know it's, you're like, where's my help? You know, let's let's have a 10, let's have a Muppet's been getting another 10 metres on his pants and looking like a superstar out here. What's it going to do for me? Yeah, but that's not so much a sporting omen, like, you know, or a random stat. That's That's, that's a literal, like, something that's helping you. That's the gods. Yeah, that's the gods playing up. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I, I mean, clothing-wise and, and how you prepare, I would never usually break any sort of tradition there. So uh, That's yeah. a bit of an omen, yeah. Mm. Or like when you're watching cricket, you can't you can't move. If, you know, people watch cricket yeah, and they ridiculous. don't want to don't, don't move until, you know. Does Kirsten know this? I mean, being new, being new to test cricket. Yeah. Don't if, if someone, what? Well, I'd say if Russian's batting well there, you're, you're, sitting in the, um, you're sitting in the shed. You're not to move. What? No one? No, mm. you're not moving. You stay in the place. Sometimes for eight hours. Oh, yeah. yeah if, if he's going well, he's doing it for the team. You don't move. Wow. <laughs> but that's a sporting moment. Not everyone does it. No, nah, it's, a, it's a bit of a cricket, like, uh, wives' tale, you know? Um, mm. I mean... Like bananas on the well, fishing boat. And if boat. you move, yeah, they like get bananas out. On fishing, but yeah, they'll get out if you move, yeah. Yep. And then, and then all blame is on you. Um, and what, what is it when it's on triple, triple two. twos? Do you have to stand on one foot or no, something? No, well, Nelson's one one one. Um uh, That's okay. like the English... But yeah, triple twos is the Richie Beno, isn't it? Yeah, so an 87, I think, means something somewhere. Mm, possibly. Sorry, Jacob. Uh, second on the agenda, Sebastian Haller, Hallier, uh, Ivory Coast striker, plays for Borussia Dortmund, was diagnosed with testicular cancer back in 2022 and overnight uh, scored the winning goal for the Ivory Coast against Nigeria in the African Cup of Nations. And uh, Kirsten Beeve, I just wanted to ask you guys about the greatest sporting comebacks, whether it be from medical... Um, medical diseases or, or otherwise, you know, just greatest comebacks of all time. Well, that, that is something. That is absolutely something. You're right there. Uh, Jacob, um, I mean, close to home, um, probably Christian Leofano is the one that jumps out at yeah. me. Um, obviously, I don't think people quite realised how, and I didn't realise um, it lost touch of him a bit. He was a great teammate at Waikato and, and always stayed in touch for a bit, but uh, one of his mates, I guess, kept me informed about when he was going for his battles and, Geez, it was it was touch and go there for a while. So Christian Nefano is the one that jumps out. Obviously, another former teammate and uh, and rival at times. But uh, the great Aaron Cruden, 
uh, went through something very similar at the age of, I'd say, 19 or 20 um, and came back. He went through the exact thing that's um, obviously the Ivory Coast player did. So, uh, no, there's, there's plenty of those sorts of amazing stories sort of, uh, I guess, come out. And I guess for those guys, geez, it must offer perspective about uh, results and uh, winner losses, doesn't it? So, uh, no, it's, uh, it's wonderful stuff when you hear stories like that, Jacob, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. There's so many of those beautiful stories. Nasi Manu's another one who yes. was going through cancer while he was over there in Italy. And the best thing about it is the entire community rallies around these people to, to try and help them get through to it. But Christian Liliofano has to be the top because he, he then has gone to a Rugby World Cup and represented Samoa <laughs> after that, you know. Amazing I story. Know, but I'm pretty sure he went to the – didn't he go to Japan with the Wallabies too? I think he, I think he got back that – I'm pretty sure he was at that one too. Amazing. Phenomenal. Those are great mm. stories. That's the agenda for today. We'll be back in just a moment. The cream of the crop on the run home. Yes, the cream of the crop brought to you by Grain Corp Feeds, your trusted partner for quality dairy feed options. Today we're going Air Clark. And when I'm talking Air Clark, I'm talking about Caleb Clark because he was man of the match with a three-try haul against the Cannon Eagles in the Blues preseason match in Japan over the weekend. 57-22 the final score. But there was one try that stood out. Little fetter. Little kick over to the left wing. Clark again. Oh, that is a try to Clark, surely. Unbelievable try in full flight for Caleb to bring that ball back in and ground it before he went out was phenomenal. If you haven't seen it, go look up the footage. That is our cream of the crop. Thanks to Grain Court Feed, your trusted partner for high-quality dry and liquid dairy feed options, supplying farmers nationwide. When you see that try, Beaver, it honestly looks like something in the NRL, like you would have seen on the end of a Rabbitohs move. Uh, I, I actually I actually lie. Here I was saying I didn't watch the Blues preseason game. I have seen the clip, and what he did superbly was they talk about crickers when they take those diving mm. catches. Don't allow your elbows to hit the ground first, and that's what Caleb did because if you let your elbows hit the ground first, then it forces your arms to separate, and he would have dropped the ball. Magnificent. Magnificent. And I'll tell you what, Caleb Clark, he's had a dusty old year, and a lot of people thought he shouldn't have gone to the World Cup, but everything you're hearing about him, he, he's obviously a lovely guy, uh, any interaction we've had with him. But you've got to say, the word on the street, as they say, the word on the rugby street is watch out for Caleb Clark this year. He has put the work in, he, uh, and by all accounts, he might be back to that fellow that tore apart the Wallabies at Eden Park on his test debut on that wonderful, sunny COVID test match. Oh, that was brilliant with a Ronnie Clark in the stands. Fitter, faster and stronger is what they're saying about Caleb Clark. Now, we don't have long, but we want to read some mm. of these messages about sporting omens. Uh, here's one uh, from a no-name texter. Never put my feet on the ground when the black caps are on. One, one, <laughs> one. It's called a Nelson. Yes, that's right. I was thought you were going to say never put your feet on the ground when the black caps are on. That, that would be uh, that'd be rough. Uh, fair, old, fair old tough job, especially in a five-day test match. Um, and uh, hey, Beef, was there an All Black or Super 15s partner that kept uh, being stuck in camera like uh, T Swift? Thanks from Irish John. 
I don't know, Kiss, you'd be across that stuff. Uh... Ronnie Clark at that game is as close as it yeah. got to Taylor Swift when they lit. Caleb could do not wrong that test and they kept cutting back to his dad in the stands who was getting like a standing ovation every single time they showed him. That is as close say, as it got to the Travis Kelsey Ar- Taylor Swift. Ronnie probably got more ovations that day than he did in, his, in, in Korea. Uh, he was, it was a magical <laughs> day. And, oh, and it he was, was our playing first up to the match. crowd, to be fair. Oh, he was. I think Ronnie might have had a few on board. Um, but it was wonderful. Uh, first time Eden Park, daytime game. We all got out of COVID, and boy, did the, uh, did the punters respond. Someone said Peter Blake's in the Red Sox. Uh, yes. And Phil, don't be modest, be. You being caught up from white baiting and kicking the winning goal was the greatest comeback of all time. Oh, thank you, Phil. (laughs) Really was nothing, Phil. Really was nothing. It's another day at the office. Yep. A a tougher office than this sometimes, but then not other days, it must be said. Your office is closed for business, Beef. That's us. (laughs) Enjoy the test match.